He was formerly of Utah State grounds crew, then went and uh, had a cup of coffee, more than a cup of coffee, like a mug of coffee with uh, Boston Red Sox, and then comes back and he's part of Utah State once again. Joining us here on the Full Court Press is Jackson Webb. Jackson, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we? Oh, hanging in there. (laughs) Hey, tell me about your, uh, how did it start uh, going from uh, Utah State to Boston? What, What was the story there? Uh, well, I first started out working with the softball team at the university as a student manager. Met the sports turf guy, Tanner Collins, great dude. Never get a chance to meet him. Uh, take that opportunity. But uh, once I was done with softball, I started working with him. Um, really liked the job. So I started applying for some full-time jobs. Didn't get any. Told me I need school. So I enrolled in Rutgers University out of New Jersey. I'm currently a student there. No kidding. No kidding. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, so I'm at Rutgers online stuff for professional golf course management. But oh, cool. So that's pretty awesome. Um, as part of the school, I needed an internship, and that's where Boston came in. They had a job posting for an internship, applied for it, got it, and so I pieced out. Was there for four months, and now I'm back here. So being in, uh, kind of working your way to that to that point. I mean, I'm sure you learn a lot of different things about how to manage specifically a, a, a ball diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you did here in, in Logan and then going to a professional league that takes that very seriously, not to say that locally a college campus wouldn't take it seriously yeah. for their own health and safety for the athletes, but how much was that difference? How much of a leap is it from what you saw at a Division One campus and then going to a professional baseball stadium? Yeah, well, uh, if you ask any average Joe fan name, Two MLB baseball stadiums. Fenway Park is probably number one, and maybe Wrigley's probably number two, or vice versa. So, uh, Fenway Park, they take a lot of pride in their work, and uh, the biggest difference is the budget, obviously, pretty unlimited out there. Uh, Utah State's got a good budget for where we're at in the Mountain West, but uh, out there at Fenway, it's just anything and everything you need, uh, you can get stuff done. So, a uh, multitude of people working. Uh, full-time guys, seasonal, uh, part-timers, and then just materials. Um, everybody wants to have their lawnmower at Fenway Park, so sponsorships, uh, just all different stuff. So really uh, just availability of resources and then a budget is the biggest difference for sure. I don't know if the word tedious is, is, is appropriate to use in this situation, but like I, I remember you told me a couple stories, and your dad talks to me all the time about this, this stuff because I love hearing about it. But like it's every three innings, and I heard like the bullpen mount or bullpen mounts are the exact same as the mound on the field. Yeah. How t- like how specific are they with what they do with the dirt and grass and everything and so forth? Uh, very specific. They want an even, consistent playing surface. Uh, obviously playable. Obviously safe for the athletes. Um, it's the same thing we do here at Utah State, but uh, Fenway, like you said, bullpens and the game mount are the same material. Um, we don't want them practicing on one thing and then going to a different thing. So uh, they, the athletes just get accustomed to it, but uh, a lot of work goes into it for sure. I mean, we're there every day. Um, regardless of who it is, there's someone there every day working on the field. Um, the longest day I put in was 17 hours there. Ooh. Oh, So that, that was a rain game, but uh, typical work day, I mean, you're there 8 to 10 hours, even on when the team's out of town. What's a rain game like? Uh busy it was a lot of fun i can imagine if i'm there long term and three four years down the road rain games get a little miserable but 
you know, being a first timer there and then experiencing that and then being able to go out and run out on the field and you're throwing dirt everywhere or you're raking the dirt in and then you're just out there on the field with the fans cheering and all that. It's a lot of fun, but uh, I had a text come in from uh, on our guild mortgage text line one five three four golf turf greater than sports turf, <laughs> the <laughs> laughing emoji. Uh, with uh, I mean, what was your specific? Did you have like one specific job that you were always responsible for, or is everybody kind of pitching in doing a lot of different things? Uh, I mean, the game's on. It's like it's all hands on deck. Yeah. Whatever yeah. needs to get done first, go get it done. Yeah. So we had a day crew and a night crew. Day crew, uh, pretty consistent with jobs. Obviously, one kid always did the mowing because he can mow the straightest lines. And he's been doing it for a while. Can't have wavy lines out there at Fenway Park. But uh, I was did a lot of skin work, so the infield skin with the dirt. Uh, so I did a lot of that. And then I would head straight out to the bullpens and start patching up the bullpens with the clay. Uh, but we had a crew on the home plate, crew on the mound, skin work, uh, mowing, uh, people taking care of the warning track, and just... When it comes to games, it's like you said, all hands on deck, and then we all have specific jobs depending on the game. What project are you most proud of? Like, is, I mean, whether it's painting or it was dirt, like, what project did you say, ah, this this is the best work I've done? Um, I mean, I got to mow a little bit, so that was fun. That was a cool experience. How nerve wracking was that, though? Uh, very, very nerve wracking. <laughs> Can't be having snakes and bananas out there, but. Uh, Sometimes when you watch a game, like they'll have cool designs. Oh like, yeah, yeah, those are awesome. Sometimes they even have a logo out there. I mm-hmm. mean, did you get to watch any of that? Uh, so I, that's what I've always been curious about. Like, how did you? How do you do that? Can I? How do long that does on it take? Grass? Too. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do any logos while I was out there. Um, I know they have special mechanisms for it, but really the designs in the grass, you always see a dark side and a light side, and that's really just the, depending how the sunlight hits the grass. So what, what way the blade is laying? So um, that's really what goes into it, but. When it comes to patterns, you know, a lot of thought and process goes into that and uh, what they want to do. And so they have a team, the three uh, full-time positions, and then the kid who mows, obviously. They all sit down before a homestand and say, this is the pattern we want. Interesting. Think, so. Jackson Webb, formerly of the Boston Red Sox uh, ground crew, is now here with us, and he's actually back at Utah State as a full-timer doing uh, work for them. Uh, you mentioned it already, but when people think baseball parks – one of the first that comes to their mind is Fenway, without a doubt. Top yeah. two, top three. Uh, tell us about Fenway Park. Tell the listeners about Fenway Park, things that we may not see, things that we may not notice about Fenway Park that you got a chance to look at. Uh, one thing that I think is really cool, because I'm a big Titanic guy. I love the Titanic. It opened the same week the Titanic sank. No kidding. So it's that old. No 19- wonder they were wow. cursed for so long. <laughs> 1912. <laughs> oh, man. So you got some really old facilities there. Um so that's just cool to see you like that. But traditions-wise, obviously you got Sweet Caroline, uh, bottom of the eighth inning or in between, because uh, you got the take me out to the ball game, seventh inning always. But uh, Sweet Caroline um, behind the Green Monster, everyone, not everyone, but pretty limited back there. You get to go back there, uh, players go back there, sign it, um, workers, whatever. So did very, you get to sign it? I did, I did. So one one of the very few, but. There's a ton of autographs or signs back or signings back there, but it's only special people, I guess. I guess you're one of them. Not your average Joe can get back there for sure. I I heard this theory. I want to know if it's true or not. But people have had their ashes put out in the field. Uh, yeah. I mean, it have you heard while- this, Eric? I've not heard about this. No. Listen to this. It happened while I was out there. Um. So there's actually 
a restaurant slash bar that looks into center field that has a gate. And we were walking by one day and someone asked if they could spread their ashes. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to say no, but, you know, I'm not really sure. So I told them no because, one, I didn't want to clean it up because that's weird. But, <laughs> um, I asked the full-time guy and he's like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But, yeah, people just. They have their ashes thrown out into the outfield. Yeah, they uh, they buy a front row seat, and then hopefully when no one's looking, they just kind of toss it off to the side. And I mean, it's pretty obvious we have a red warning track, and then you have a white dust pile there, and it's a little creepy. Not gonna lie, but so wow. That's so it's uh, kind of it's allowed, but not really sanctioned. Uh, I mean, it's only illegal if you get caught. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, lessons learned from being in Boston with the Red Sox. How does that kind of translate to what you're doing at Utah State University? And how does that help maybe elevate or, or change what's currently being done at USU? Yeah, so coming back, uh, we have seven facilities we take care of, all the NCAA outdoor facilities, including the indoor lob practice facility. Uh, so we have the football stadium, soccer, women's soccer, um, softball, cross-country, track and field, practice football, and then the indoor facility. Um, biggest thing I learned was just attention to detail. Um, obviously, we don't have the resources or man help that we do out there in Fenway, but um, it's just little stuff like that. And then especially working baseball and then keeping uh, going to softball, it's very relatable field. So you could take what you learn from the baseball field at Fenway and then take it to uh, the softball field. So uh, once the season gets going with that, uh, I'll be doing a lot more, uh, just a little attention to detail stuff, uh, a lot of clay work, um, and then keeping edges clean, just stuff like that. It's really just small, minor details. It's nothing major, different, but like I said, just the small attention to detail stuff. I got to ask, you were at Boston working with the Red Sox. They loved you there from what I was told. You were one of the, you were actually employee of the month, I believe, at one point. Yeah. Why did you leave and come back to Utah State? Uh, so, I mean, like I said earlier, it was just an internship. Um, I had previously worked at Utah State. Um, things worked out that the job became available. Um, they called me up, said it was available, and that they'd really like me to apply. And so, you know, I did that and was lucky enough to get offered the job. Um, so that's why I'm back here. Um, but also, I grew up in the Valley. I'm from Providence. I uh, grew up a huge Aggie fan. I've always loved Aggie sports, so it's special to me to get back and do something that I love for a university that I love. And then also just having family around, doing that. So it's just a lot of positives coming back. So nothing to do with Tanner at all? Well, I mean, I love Tanner. <laughs> Tanner's my guy. No, absolutely. Uh, well, that's, so, uh, just real quick, oh, last question for me. I mean, you were part of a, a very big crew in uh, in Boston, but what what's the size of your crew here in Logan? Or is it just you're a one-man band? Uh, so Tanner is specifically the sports fields, and he's got a crew of five to six people right now. And then I am also the sports fields, but also the surrounding areas, landscaping stuff, and I have a crew of five to six. So in oh, total, wow. we have about 12 to 14 of us. Is that enough, or do you feel like there needs to be more? Uh, yes and no. Okay. It, it just depends. So we've had, we've had some great help in the past that end up leaving – and then we've had some not so good help that they end up leaving too. So it just it just depends. It really depends on the people you have and how hard they're willing to work. And then just like I said, just being able to do stuff that me and Tanner 
love doing. We we put a lot of extra time into it. Um, so, yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Well, Jackson, it's been great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us and, and giving us a few of uh, of your great, great stories about the Boston Red Sox. And uh, welcome back to Utah State. I'm sure they're happy to have you back as well. So, yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Thanks Thank for your time. You. Greatly appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on.